Well, hello everyone. This is Daniel Alexander coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. I hope that you are doing well. These are really, really challenging times at the moment, and I think that it's really, really good to, as much as possible, spread hope, spread good news. And so that is what we hope to do with today's episode. So today, you will meet no other than Joanna Serenko. She is a finalist from this year's season of The Voice that took place in the U.S., and she is absolutely gifted. You will get to hear a bit of her voice and also a bit of her story. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great time. So glad that you tuned in today. And if you like it, please hit that subscribe button as well as leave a rating after the show. We appreciate you. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Meet David and Daniel Alexander, twin brothers on opposite sides of the world, both with a passion for creativity, business, and culture. This is where Social Origin comes in, a podcast for artists and entrepreneurs alike, a chance to listen to influencers and thought leaders in the U.S. and Australia, focusing on where creativity, business, and culture intersect to make an impact for a movement. Our vision is to cultivate a community of innovative, socially conscious thought leaders. This is Social Origin. All right, all right, guys. I am super excited uh, for our next guest, Joanna Sprinko. Uh She just was um, on The Voice, a top nine uh, performer, and absolutely incredible. Um, you know, we're going to be dump, jumping into her story today. And Joanna, uh, you know, you were actually my last uh, performance that I that I saw before COVID nineteen. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I know that was one of the last performances that I got to do as well, I think. So, yeah. So it was right on the edge and people were, you know, a lot of events were canceling, but thankfully, yeah. uh, you know, that uh, miracle was able to happen and I was able to see you and I wanted you to be on the podcast then. Um, of course, I was like, let's do it right now. Yeah, um, it <laughs> but I love that we are now able to uh, to make the podcast happen. And you know what I love specifically is I've watched your journey on The Voice, um, as I've interacted with with your uh, your your Sunday Instagram live jams. You know, you have an incredibly soulful sound, an incredibly mature voice. Um, from the stage, it's a beautiful presence, and you have a lot of humility. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just beautiful. So I want to, I want to start, we've never done this on a podcast, but I want to start, um, social origin is a podcast with me and my twin brother when in the U S and he's in Australia. Uh, and so, um, we're all about culture, creativity and business. And I would love to just start with a little creativity. Can you give us a, yeah. a jam perhaps? Yeah. Um, how about, Hmm. How would I play the original? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. This one is out on Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal and all the platforms. It's called Best of Me. Shouldn't care how you're doing 
but I do. Shouldn't wonder how you're feeling, but I feel for you. I know that I shouldn't give you a fraction of my sympathy. Your words, oh, do your words still get the best of me? Do your words still get the best of me? Do your words still get the best of me? Hard not to question what it all really means. 'Cause since you've been gone, I've been moving on to so many better things. But still, somehow I seem to drown in your ocean of soliloquies. Your words, or do your words still get the best of me?
<laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, so I, I have to I have to ask, of course, can you give us some insight into the inspiration behind that yes. song? Absolutely. Um, so I wrote it last summer and or I wrote it in the springtime last year and recorded it in the summer. And it was just about this guy I was dating who, you know, he was he was a great person and all, but like it just didn't work out. And 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 it ended up being hard for me to let go of things because I would always see, you know, a, a side of him that I loved and then a side of him that I couldn't quite understand or would just be, you know, unclear for me. And I would hold on to things that I shouldn't hold on to because they were just toxic to me. Um, right, and it's right. kind of a coping song. It's like, how can I let go? How can I move on? So that's kind of what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's powerful. Thank you yeah. for sharing. And, and I, I want to ask this next question is, you know, when did you first fall in love with music? <sighs> well, I started taking lessons, if, if we want to get technical, about like six or seven, when I was six or seven. And then I kind of got into musical theater from there. And I did a lot of stuff in middle school. But I would say I got more interested in, in doing like my own independent thing as a songwriter probably my sophomore year in high school kind of when I got a, like got a gig for the first time and needed original music and I was like oh well I have to write <laughs> and then uh, and then I just fell in love with it and I and I wanted to continue it and it's just been a journey from there on out <laughs> that's powerful beautiful and you know and my other thing uh you know when I listen to your sound particularly it has so much uh depth of soul you know, it reminds me of a, a you know, a living poem. Um, and so I'm curious on what specifically, you know, influencers that have impacted your journey or experiences that have impacted your journey to really pull out that unique sound, um, you know, that, that isn't, it's just not seen typically, and especially for someone that's 18. Thank you. Um, Hmm, that's a good question, and I'm not exactly sure on the answer, but I mean, I know that a lot of it probably has to do with, you know, involving myself as much as I can in, in, in like, the arts and doing it as much as I can and, and having it as my outlet. And I think that, like, having, being able to have it as my outlet and something that I go to to just pour my feelings out could probably mm. be part of the reason. Um, but it's just always been like singing has just always been an anxiety reliever for me. And it's just like, I go to music and I go to my guitar and I go to my journal, you know, whenever I need, like, I need grounding and whenever I need clarity and like to relieve all the stress and it just goes away whenever I am able to do that. So that's something, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the yeah. answer completely, but. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I love that. And I think it is, I think it is one of those things that music is an outlet and release. And right yeah. now in the middle of COVID, right, people a lot of times are tense. There's stress yeah. and whatever. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, even just this last Sunday, um, you know, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed your Instagram live. I was like, man, this, Aww. this is a Thank great you. release for, you know, let me just chill out and listen. So it's like, I got jazz, the bistro, I got Instagram live. It's still the same great voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'd so, say it's a huge reliever of stress for me too. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about, 
you know, what you want to see within your art, as far as, you know, like, how do you want people to be impacted as a result um, of the art that you produce and, and release out into the world? That's such a good question. And I, I think that's just the answer as well as like, I want to impact people. I want them to find something within me that they can hold on to and cherish and share and, and feel with, you know? Um, I would say that I don't want to conform to something that is already there, that everybody is doing, you know, I want to be my own genre, my own, you know, whole, I just want to be my own whole thing. I don't want to be pushed into anything that's like, you know, that's that yeah. everybody's doing. I want to rise above that. And I like, and when I talk about that stuff, I'm like comparing like, like Stevie wonder, you wouldn't really know what his genre is, but he's just this overarching like legend, you know? And I feel like that's, that's kind of the goal for me is to just kind of create what I feel and just be, you know, instead of like trying to, you know, get as far as I can in a certain genre or like, try to be something that I'm not I just want to create and I just want to let people hear it and it, and it's rewarding when people like it and share it and and then it just feels good so <laughs> that's just I just want to keep doing it I just want to keep sharing music that's for show hmm, I love it I love it and it's simple but it really is uh it really is profound in life and, and business as well um of what you're sharing as far as being true to who you are and yeah. keeping the main thing the main thing because I think a lot of times, uh, especially younger artists, they can veer off, right? Be affected by the celebrity ship or fame or whatever it is that they right. want. Um, um, but what I'm hearing from you is that you're really grounded in knowing like you want you want to blaze a new trail. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to be, you know, everyone, uh, yeah. what everyone else, you know, um, thinks is the end right now. Right. Um, and I think that's what, you know, one of the judges, there was this moment in the performance at the beginning of The Voice when you were being selected and courted by Nick Jonas. <laughs> and I'm super curious about that particular, that particular moment because you said, uh, or sorry, Nick, Nick Jonas um, knew that there was, and along with the other judges, that John Legend was a high potential choice probably because of his voice and who he is and all these other pieces. And, you know, Nick pulls out and says, I want you on my team. I believe we can do this. And he said, I know I'm not the logical choice, but I also have something to prove. Okay. Um, yeah. And I want to fight for you today. So let's do this. I mean, that's a pretty powerful moment. All the judges are vying for your attention. I'm sure a whole bunch of people have asked you about this. Dude, I'm just, I mean, the only thing that I've been saying is like, if a Jonas brother was trying to fight for you, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I was just gonna, I was just going with the flow. I mean, I, of course I wanted John. I mean, I, I mean, any of the coaches would have been awesome. I was just wanting to turn a chair. Like I wasn't even focused on who I would be picking. I, I had no idea going into it. Um, yeah. and everybody thought I was going to pick John just because our voices are similar and like I'm influenced by a lot of the same people. Um, but, I mean, it just, it, it would have been weird if I turned down Nick, especially he, he was another person that I definitely wanted to, to work with. And when I found out he was a coach, I was like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. 
Yeah. Um, it was my first concert. Like <laughs> I've always known the Jonas Brothers is like this boy band. And, um, and so like, I don't know, but when he, whenever he was like, introduces the new judge, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to turn a chair, but I mean, it, it, with him fighting for me and like standing up and being like, hey, I want to fight for you. I'm like, all right, then cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for working with Nick, what were specific leadership lessons, um, or takeaways that you could say, uh, that you grew from directly in working with them initially? Yeah. So like I said, I didn't know how musical he actually was. Like whenever I imagined Nick's Jonas before The Voice, I was like, oh, the Jonas Brothers, like this boy band that I was into when I was eight. And now I, having gotten the chance to work with him, I, he just totally like, I realized that he's like super talented. Like he's very good at everything that he does. He's been in Broadway when he was a kid and he just grew into this amazing like pop artist who's well-known like all around the world but yeah. for some reason it just didn't click for me that he was like actually an incredible musician and um and so working with him it was just eye-opening and in, in that fact and then also just he gave us a lot of tips on just feeling the emotions of the song and yeah. giving the performance the power that it needs emotionally and physically like with the build-up and just like being in it you know like in it as I, as if I was feeling the lyrics, you know, and if I had wrote the song, you know, so that was yeah. a huge thing that he, he gave to me. Yeah. All right. So tell me about one of your favorite memories from the show experience on The Voice. That's, hmm. Okay. Give me a second. Um, hmm. Man. I mean, I want, I know that like, half the show has been recorded at my house so i want to say something that that happened like when i was actually there in la um but really like all the things that are coming to mind are just whenever i was on stage like that was just one of the most crazy adrenaline rushing feelings i've ever gotten was being on that stage yeah and like it just felt like a complete video game or just like a simulation that i just had was just put myself in and like looking yeah. around and they're like celebrities in their chair like listening to me and just the fact that anybody turned around in that blind audition, I don't know. I'd say the blind audition was one of the most like gratifying feelings and having my family back there just supporting me and yeah. like hearing all of the coaches talk to me and like having, you know, being able to perform for them. It, it was just so crazy. Like I, it's, I still think about it all the time. And um, I would say that's just one of the most, one of the, one of the most beautiful feelings I've ever had. So that'd be one of them um but i'll think of more and kind of try to answer that again later <laughs> oh no problem i love it i love it uh no that was a that was a deep moment that was a powerful moment for you and uh i think truly the nation felt it mm -hmm. um yeah. it was a beautiful beautiful moment and so it's tough to top having yeah. judges of that level um, competing and vying for your attention. Um, yeah. You know, you know, I, I'm super curious, you know, now the show is done, right? And yeah. we're in the middle of COVID. You know, I'm, I'm curious on what, what the big dream is for you. I mean, this is obviously giving you uh, a platform to, uh, to really be seen by America. What's, what's the next, what's the dream for Joanna? Um, ultimately, 
I just want to win a Grammy. <laughs> um, no, but, no big deal. <laughs> you know, no big deal. Just trying to win a Grammy. Um, you know, I feel like no matter what I end up doing in my life as a career or whatever that looks like, I am always going to be doing music. And yeah. it's just super important to me that I'm, I'm collaborating with people who I admire and look up to and respect. And like, I just think that, you know, I, by doing that, this is how, where I've gotten from that. And I just think that like collaboration is key for sure. And, and meeting people and growing your connections and, and all that fun stuff. Um, but I mean, as far as like big dreams go, I just want to be writing songs. I want to be performing with my favorite musicians and I want to tour. Um, that's like ideal, which is unfortunate with the situation at hand. Um, because that's what I would have been doing this summer. But um, I would say totally just working with other people and getting out content is what I'm going to be working on most um, just while this whole thing is happening. Yeah. I mean, remotely working with people. So, so I'll, I'll we'll wrap up the interview, um, but um, I just want to give you the opportunity to share any exciting updates for our listening audiences on, you know, one, things that you're doing that you have coming up, and then please also share your social media handle so folks can follow you. Absolutely. So my social media handle is Joanna Serenko on Instagram. And some upcoming stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to releasing my next single called Good Side. Um, I'll be releasing that sometime in mid-June, probably June 19th-ish is the goal date. And, um, and I'm also just going to be releasing singles throughout the rest of the year um, to be determined on specific dates, but I'll keep my Instagram updated with info. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Joanna, Thank thanks so much. much. This has been incredible. Thank you so much. You're such an amazing interviewer. Thank you for having me on. And that will do it for us for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, please head over to Joanna's Instagram page, follow her give her a like and i'm sure she'll really really appreciate it and then also for us here at social origin please touch base with us let us know what you think leave us a review as well as please jump over to our instagram page or our facebook page and let us know how you're doing but until next time please stay tuned for everything we have coming up because we have new episodes coming out every other week so same place same time we'll see you really soon thanks so much much love